Ahead of the summit, several African government officials told VOA the AU would put forward strategies to end conflicts that are killing thousands of people, sparking poverty and hunger and stalling development. Instead, says Azenwa Olumba of the University of London's Conflict, Violence and Terrorism Research Centre, the AU seemed lost. AU Commission Chair Musa Faki Mohammed, the former Prime Minister of Chad, made the usual calls for leaders to tackle conflicts on the continent, and as usual, he condemned coups and quoted great African leaders of the distant past. Let us listen Mwalimu Julius Nyerere. I quote, The role of African nationalism should be different from the nationalism of the past. That the African national state is an instrument for the unification of Africa and not for dividing Africa. That African nationalism is meaningless, is dangerous, is anachronic if it is not at the same time Pan-Africanist. But, says Olumba, Nyerere's dream of one Africa lies in shards, shattered by ongoing conflicts and the AU's inability to unite to solve multiple crises. He says the AU is toothless when it comes to confronting rogue leaders, with the fighting in eastern DRC being a good example. A lot of countries are involved in the internal politics of uh, the DRC, Uganda, Rwanda, they've all been involved in supporting one rebel group or the other. The M23, the March 23 rebel group, they are enlarging at the moment and they are increasing in both the number and the activities that are carrying out at the moment. So it is obvious that they are being supported by external forces and these external forces are bent on changing the regime in the DRC. The M23 claims to be protecting ethnic Tutsis who fled to DRC to escape the Hutu-led genocide in Rwanda in 1994. Rwanda's president, Paul Kagame, a Tutsi, denies supporting the rebels. Human rights groups say the M23 and DRC government troops have committed widespread atrocities, including mass killings of innocent villagers. Ulumba says the AU's inability or unwillingness to confront Kagame is evidence of its current paralysis. The AU says a team led by Angolan President Jao Lorenzo has been doing its best to bring the myriad rebel groups together, plus regional leaders, for peace talks. But so far, any measurable success has been extremely limited and the violence continues. It's the same across Africa, says Ulumba, with regional organizations backed by the AU unable to stop conflict and political violence in West Africa, the Sahel, Sudan, Somalia and many other places. The uh, member states of ECOWAS, the member states of SADC, these are the same people that sit as member states of AU. If they are not able to manage their affairs at the regional level, how do you think they will manage their affairs at the continental level? So at this moment, the discussion on the relevance of AU is ongoing. Ulumba says African leaders continue to say there's no place for foreign troops on the continent and that Africans will solve Africa's problems. But he says on the ground there's little evidence of that and Africa's people continue to suffer while their leaders talk. 
For VOA News, I'm Darren Taylor in Johannesburg.